please join and sing hymn number 851, When Is He Coming? Number 851. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today the Church celebrates the first Sunday of Advent. And of course, uh, Advent itself isn't just a simple preparation for the coming feast, but it also reminds us of different aspects of Advent. Advent is the preparation of Christ's public ministry, Advent is the preparation for Christ coming at the end of time. And so we recognise ourselves uh, essentially in the church as a people who are an Advent people waiting uh, for the coming of the Lord. Today uh, we're very uh, privileged to have at Mass uh, baptism of a young baby. Uh, reminds us all of our baptismal life and our 
our journey itself, uh, which Advent is all about, that journey of the Christian life. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ of mercy. Lord Jesus, you're the way, the truth, and the life, Lord of mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant your faithful, we pray, Almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand we may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah. See, the days are coming, it is the Lord who speaks, when I am going to fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will make a virtuous branch grow for David, who shall practice honesty and integrity in the land. In those days, Judah shall be saved and Israel shall dwell in confidence. And this is the name the city will be called, the Lord, our integrity. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <coughs> to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. To you, O Lord, Lord, make me know your ways. Lord, teach me your paths. Make me walk in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Saviour. To you, Lord, I my soul. The Lord is good and upright. He shows the path to those who stray. He guides the humble in the right path. He teaches his way to the poor. 
His ways are faithfulness and love for those who keep his covenant and will. The Lord's friendship is for those who revere him. To them he reveals his covenant. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. May the Lord be generous in increasing your love and make you love one another and the whole human race as much as we love you. And may he so confirm your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless in the sight of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus Christ comes with all his saints. Finally, brothers, we urge you and appeal to you in the Lord Jesus to make more and more progress in the kind of life that you are meant to live, the life that God wants, as you learnt from us and as you are already living it. You have not forgotten the instructions we gave you on the authority of the Lord Jesus. The word of the Lord. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. And Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars, on earth nations in agony, bewildered by the clamor of the ocean and its waves, men dying of fear as they await what menaces the world, for the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to take place, stand erect. Hold your head high, because your liberation is near at hand. Watch yourselves, or your hearts will be coarsened with debauchery and drunkenness and the cares of life, and that day will be sprung on you suddenly, like a trap, for it will come down on every living person on the face of the earth. Stay awake, praying at all times for the strength to survive all that is going to happen and to stand with confidence before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. As a young boy growing up in Glasgow, one of the things that my mother used to ask me to do was to go to the library to get her books. This was a very challenging task because she was a voracious reader. I would maybe return with five books and I'd be lucky if there was one she hadn't read. She was a great devotee of Mills and Boons. 
I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a kind of romantic book of the 1950s style, Happy Story. She was also a great devotee of crime stories, American crime stories, and I always thought that was a bit strange because she was such a mild-mannered woman that she'd be involved in all of that kind of stuff. These later years, I think I must have cut a rather kind of strange figure with my short uh, trousers, uh, with these romantic books and crime novels. <laughs> Strangely, no one ever questioned me why I had an adult ticket and uh, why I was uh, reading books of a kind of adult nature, if you like. I remember the library being a strange place. You had to, as a youngster, learn your way around. You had to remember the difference between fiction and non-fiction travel and reference, and finding the right section was half the battle. I think something of that challenge exists when we come to read or listen to the Bible. The Bible is not so much a book as a library of books. And just like a library, you have to know what section that you're in in order to understand exactly what you're listening to or reading. Some books, like the Psalms, are, if you like, poetry and music. Some books, like Deuteronomy, are like travel books. Some books are history. Some books are semi-history. And some books are simply stories or parables. If the Bible is indeed just like that, a library of books, the section that we have arrived in today in the readings at Mass is a kind of rather esoteric uh, section of the library. It's a kind of dusty section of the library and one that is very rarely visited by people. The section that we have arrived at is what would be called eschatological literature. Don't let that word frighten the horses. In the Bible, it includes a few strange books. The Old Testament book of Daniel the New Testament book of Revelation or Apocalypse. And these books are inhabited, if you like, by strange mythological animals, glass rivers and seas, other worldly ideas. They should not be read literally because they were never meant to be as such. Even today, we don't really know fully what they mean. They tell a story simply from a strange point of view that very often is unknown to us. But these books are all about the same kind of subject, about final things, final times, and final realities. You can even count sections of the Gospel uh, as being caught up in this kind of style of writing. When Jesus himself speaks of his own second coming, it's often spoke of in mystical and strange terms, which are very hard to understand. You'll remember if you're old enough, uh, like I am, uh, and, and when you used to walk through the, the city streets, that you very often met uh, someone with boards uh, that used to often say, the end of the world is nigh, uh, repent. And that would be the kind of style of this kind of writing. The Christians themselves in the early times and very many of the Old Testament figures thought in these terms, the day of judgment was nigh. 
And they were encouraged, as we hear in the reading of today's Mass, to read the signs of the times, the sun and the moon, the tidal waves, the tumult of the earth and the heavens, and in these kind of things to look out for the moment in which the Son of Man would come in clouds. These are all eschatological writings and writings that use all these kind of symbols. In these final times, according to what we've listened to today, we're simply asked to live good and respectable lives, to be awake, to be alert and attentive in our actions, and not to be weighed down by worldly concerns. It's a dusty section, if you like, uh, of the Old Testament and even of the New Testament itself. Not many people go into these sections for fear of what they might see. Not many people want to hear of the end of the book, if you like, the final pages and the end of the story. But what you know and what I know is that there have been many false dawns. So many people have predicted or claimed that these times are with us now and, of course, have just simply ended up with a red face. And you hear it often said by excessively religious people, don't you, even in this day, these are the worst of times. These times in which we live are no worse than any other times. To live good and respectable lives, not to burden yourself with worldly concerns, to be attentive and watchful of your words and your actions, these, are advice, these words of advice are good for any time in which you live. We are all moving at a pace through history and we simply leave it to God to decide when everything comes to an end. We have no control over these things and it's just idle speculation at the end of the day to think about it. We can only do what is expected of us here and now in the time that we are given. This library of books that the Gospels and the Old Testament present us with very often is a kind of a strange landscape. But what we've read today simply points us forward, not backwards, but forwards, to a distant horizon to which all roads, all paths, and all ways lead. That's simply the thing that we take with us today. We're pointed forwards.
Please stand. The psalm of today's Mass reminds us to know the ways of the Lord and to walk in his paths. We once again ask for the consolation to know that we are walking in the right path and we are doing the right things. For those suffering from the Ebola outbreak in the Congo and for the work of doctors and nurses to contain the spread of this illness, Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. For world leaders meeting at this time, that they will resolve to be at peace with one another and work out ways of cooperation between peoples, especially in the matter of caring for our planet. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who are sick and have requested our prayers to be well again or to have the courage and strength to carry the cross of illness. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the church in this Advent season, that our faith and hope may be rekindled and that we might prepare well for the coming feast. Lord, hear us. Lord, For all those who have died, especially Daniel Doherty, Irene Chats, Donald, sorry, Joseph McGuigan and Maria Guzzi, and all that we are asked to remember. Lord, hear us. Lord, The psalm of today's Mass reminds us that the paths that the Lord gives us are created in kindness. With kindness, Almighty God, you lead us to the right paths and the right ways. You light the way up, you light our path, you point the way for us, you save us from stumbling. Do not let us lose faith nor hope in you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Number 743, Word Made Flesh. Number 743.
now, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Except we pray, Lord, these offerings we make, gathered from among your gifts to us, and may what you grant us to celebrate devoutly here below gain for us the prize of eternal redemption. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago, and opened for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and majesty, and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare only to hope. And so with angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy o Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for all, so that sins may be forgiven. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation. 
giving thanks that you hailed as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. And we pray with great confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and who does not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. who takes away the sins of the world and blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof.
Please join in singing hymn number 194, Christ Be Beside Me, number 194. Let us pray. May these mysteries, O Lord, in which we have participated, profit us, we pray. For even now, as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love things of heaven and to hold fast to what endures. Through Christ our Lord. Just ask you to take the parish bulletin away with you at the end of Mass and to remind you that there's a carol service a wee bit later on in December, so I encourage you to join us for that. Uh, it's been a delight to celebrate the baptism of Gabrielle Louise today. Uh, parents were a wee bit worried she would be playing up today, but she's as good as gold. Uh, so delighted uh, to celebrate the baptism today in such a happy event in the life of the family, I'm sure. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Hymn number 216, Come O Divine Messiah, number 216.